praise him. Jesus is alive. Amen. Amen. Shall we pray? Lift up your right hands towards heaven. Our Father in heaven, we thank you this evening. Amen. We bless your name, O Lord. Yes, Lord. We thank you for our gathering tonight. Jesus. For your word says, wherever two or more are gathered in your name. Yes. There you are in their midst. Yes, Lord. Our Father, we have gathered in your name. Amen. And we have gathered unto you this evening. Amen. Lord, let us be taught by your spirit. Amen. Feed us with your word tonight. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Our hearts are open to receive your word. Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We thank you tonight, O Lord. Yes, Lord. Bless your word and bless your people. Amen. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Put your hands together for the Lord. Yes, Lord. We thank our Father for tonight. Amen. For this opportunity that He has given us. Yes, to bring the word of God to you. It is that which He has given us. Do I present to you tonight? Amen. Amen. And so it is my prayer that the Lord will bless you through His Word tonight. That the Lord will build you up through His Word tonight. That your spirit will be fed with the Word of God tonight. Amen. Amen. Last week we were looking at the sin of prayerlessness. And as Adino Jones has done, he has given us the revision on the sin of prayerlessness. Why it is a sin not to pray. Amen. 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 For Jesus Christ said, Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Today we are looking at Another aspect of it, a continuation of what we started last week. Amen. Amen. Let's quickly look at something in Job chapter 21, verse 15. Job chapter 21, verse 15. He says, What is the Almighty that we should serve Him? And what profit should we have? If we pray unto him. Say what is the almighty? What is God? Like Pharaoh asked. He said who is this your God? Who is this almighty you are talking about? That I should let the children of Israel go. So he's asking. He said what is the almighty? That we should serve him. And what profit should we have if we pray unto him? Is that your question tonight? Has this question been bothering your mind? That why we must pray to God? Why is it important for us to pray? Tonight we are going to study that. Amen. Our study this evening is going to tell us the benefits we get in praying. Amen. 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 And our Father says, many unbelievers ask this question. And sadly, even Christian people ask it. There are some things that can only bring loss into our lives. We can think of certain habits such as the use of alcohol, the practice of gambling, which can result in forming the wrong habits. But there is this exercise which is always profitable. And that is the exercise of prayer. Amen. Amen. Luke chapter 18 verse 1. Luke 18 verse 1. He says, And Jesus Christ told this parable to this end, that men ought always to pray and not faint. And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Amen. 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 So we see that when we pray, we do not faint. 
When we pray, we do not faint. This is an encouragement from Jesus Christ that we must pray. And you see, there are hundreds of promises that comes with prayer. That when we pray, this or that will be done. When we pray, this or that will happen. And these are the promises of God. And the Bible says, God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he should change his mind. He said, has he said it? And will he not do it? So you see, once God has said it, that if you pray, this will happen. When you pray, it will truly happen. Amen. 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 And you see, when, when you pray, you may be praying for a specific thing, but you may end up getting other stuff, other things. And these are the byproduct that comes with prayer. Amen. Amen. Now, number one, when we pray, our strength is renewed. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 40 from verse 28 to 31. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 28. Yes. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, sainted not, neither is he weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fail, utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 He said, Has thou not known? Has thou not heard? That the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainted not, neither is he weary. There is no certain of his understanding. And he says, he giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he strength. He says, even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings as eagles they shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint I want us to focus on the verse 21. He said, But they that wait upon the Lord, they that wait upon the Lord, what does it mean to wait? They that wait upon the Lord. Amen. Amen. So, for instance, I am going out with. A little boy. So whilst going, we get to a place. And I said, stand here and wait for me. I'll be back shortly. Or, whilst going, we say that, let us wait small. Amen. So when I tell him, let us wait small, it means whilst we were walking, we might have been tired. So we are waiting to rest a bit. And the second bit of it, I tell him to wait for me. I'll be back shortly. It means that little boy is expecting my return. There is an expectation from him that I will return. Amen. Amen. So whilst in the journey of life, when things seem not to go right, pause, wait. And then whilst you are waiting, you do not just sit down. He said, 
They that wait upon the Lord. They that wait upon the Lord. And there is a way you can wait upon the Lord. And you must wait upon him in his word and in prayer. Amen. 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 So whilst praying, you are waiting for the Lord. And so you are trusting God for a direction. And you are expecting an answer from him. So they that pray, when we pray, our strength is renewed. There is a renewal of our strength. And he says, notice the argument here. God is great and he is our creator. We are small, weak and frail. Amen. Amen. He said, when we wait upon God in prayer, He exchanges our weakness for His strength. Amen. How beautiful is this? That you are weak in strength and in everything. And then you began to wait upon God in prayer and in His word. And then all of a sudden, God gives you His strength and take away your weakness. That is why He said, They that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. The verse that came before this, he said, even the youth, they shall faint and they shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord, it means that when you are youth, you have strength. But the Bible is saying, even those that have strength, he said they will faint and they will utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. Amen. 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 Praise Him. Jesus is alive. How reasonable and logical this is. But the question is, do you believe this? Do you believe this, that when you wait upon the Lord, He takes away your weakness and gives you His strength? Amen. Amen. So the word wait that we are talking about, He says, Papa says, it can at least have three meanings. And the first means to stop. So like I cited earlier, as a father will tell the child, stop. Wait here. So second, it means to be in an attitude of expectation. As we might go to... Let's say, those of you who have lived in the village, when you go to the farm and you are coming back home, you are given a certain load to carry. So your father or whoever went with you will say that when we get to this point, most, you know, most of the time it will be under a tree. A mango tree or a pear tree. Mango that pear when we get here, we will offload and wait small. And so if you get there, the child is expecting that the load will come down. You offload and wait. And so if you get there, and you pretend not to remember the promise you made to the child. That when we get here, we we'll wait. You are putting the child in trouble. So you get there and the father tells the child. Let us wait here. Amen. Amen. Praise him. Jesus is alive. Or for instance. Like in those days. Unlike it is now that when someone travels, when he's coming back home, he comes with an Uber or a dropping and he comes straight to the house. You would have to go to the bus station and be waiting for him or her. You don't even know the exact time the person will come. So you may go there in the afternoon and the bus may end up coming around 8 p.m. All the while you are waiting in expectation. That that person is coming. Amen. Amen. So when we are talking about this way, it means being in an attitude of expectation. Amen. Amen. If we will pause in the hectic rush of life 
and wait before God in expectation. We shall become entwined in His purpose and experience the strength that He gives us. In Psalm Psalm 84 verse 7, He said, They that present themselves before God, He said, They go from strength to strength. Psalm 84 verse 7. Yes. They go from strength to strength. Mm. Every one of them in Zion appeared before God. Amen. Amen. He said they go from strength oh, to strength. Everyone that appears before God in Zion. They go from strength to strength. So like you have come to check this evening. You have appeared before God. In Zion. Yes we are in Zion. Because he says but you have come. Unto Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. And so, as we have come this way, as we have come this evening, you have presented yourself, you have appeared before God. And so, before you leave here, you will leave here full of strength. Amen. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. One month. Amen. So whilst you are here this evening, unknown to you, you are waiting on the Lord. And so before you leave here, your strength will be renewed. Amen. 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 Then number two, when we pray, our every need is supplied. Every need of ours is supplied when we pray. Matthew chapter 7 verse 7. Please wait. Don't don't display the scripture yet. Let's do an exercise. This is a popular verse that everybody recites. We did one last week. Matthew chapter 7 verse 7. Who knows what is there? Yes. Matthew 7 verse 7. Let Matthew us hear. Yes. Please speak into the microphone. Ask and shall be given to you. Seek and shall find. Knock and shall be opened. Put your hands together for him. He says, Ask. Knock. Boom. Seek. Amen. Amen. So he says, when we pray, every need of ours is supplied. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 to 11. Are we there? Yes, sir. We are there. He says, Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth. And he that seeketh findeth. And him that knocketh it shall be opened. Or what man is there of you? Whom if his son asks for bread. Will give him a stone. Or if he asks a fish. He will give him a serpent. If then ye being evil. Know how to give good gifts unto your children. How much more shall your father which is in heaven give you good things to them that ask him? He says, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find it. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Hallelujah. Amen. So it tells us that when we ask, when we go to God in prayer, all our needs will be supplied. That is why Paul could boldly declare that my God shall supply all your needs. Amen. Amen. If only you would ask, He will give you. He will supply all your needs. Notice that these verses record something that Jesus said and says and can be summed up in these words. Ask and it will be given to you. 
What is your need this evening? Is it a personal need? Is it a family need? Is it something that you need in your family? Is it something that is so personal to you? Has it got to do with your financial need? He said, ask. And it shall be given to you. It could be anything. Anything you could think of. The condition is that ask. You just ask. And he said it shall be given to you. Amen. Amen. But you see, before you can ask, you must pray. But you see, because we lack this understanding and we are lazy to pray. Have you ever have you sat down to take stock of the number of minutes or hours you spend complaining about that thing and yet you do not pray about it? You may spend 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour complaining to a friend about that thing that you need. Yet you would not spend even 30 seconds in prayer asking God who gives to all men. How foolish can we be? The person who has the ability, the person who is the giver of all things, you don't go and ask him. But a man who cannot give, who cannot supply your needs, you go to him and you are complaining to him. And he is also listening to you. And they will be responding. At the end of it all, when all is said and done, he, he cannot do anything about it. Yet you have spent several minutes or hours discussing your challenges, your problems, your needs with a person, with a man that cannot supply them. Forgetting about the person that is just telling you that ask and it shall be given to you. So when you are not having what you need, who do you blame? Blame yourself because you have not asked. You have not asked. Amen. Amen. It's just like the parable of the prodigal son. So there was the elder son and then the younger one. The younger one said the father should give him what falls in what befalls him as his property. The father willingly did that. And he went away. Now let's forget about the prodigal son. But the elder son. He remained faithful. To the father. But one day. The younger brother that took away. A part of the father's belongings. And went away to squander them. Came back. And the father killed the father's cow and made party for the child. And when the elder son got to know or when he saw this, it troubled him a lot. He asked the father, said, I have been with you all this while, but there has not been a single day that you've asked me to kill one of the cattle or one of the goats to make a party for myself and my friends. But my younger brother who took away everything to go and squander it, when he came back, you have thrown a party for him. And the father responded. He said, is everything here not for you? But what happened? He did not ask. He didn't even know that everything that remained was his. Amen. Amen. And that is the kind of life that we are living. Whilst God has made everything available for us on the condition that we would ask, we will not ask. But we go complaining and whining. And there is no answer. There is no solution. Simply because we did not ask. Amen. Amen. 
So if we shall ask, God will give us. Amen. 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 Let's look at James chapter 4 verse 2. James chapter 4 verse 2. Yes. Ye last and ye last and have not. Ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war, yet ye have not because ye ask not. Amen. Amen. Please give me the amplified version of this scripture. It makes it clearer. James chapter 4, verse, verse 2. Yes. You are jealous and covet mm. what others have, mm-hmm. and have, and your desire go unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. So you become murderous. Mm. To hate is to murder as far as your hearts are concerned. Mm-hmm. You burn with envy and anger, and are not able to obtain the gratification, mm. the contentment, and the happiness that you seek. Mm. So you fight and war. You do not have because you do not ask. That is simple. Tell it here. The last bit of it. He says you do to... not have because you do not ask. But he says you are jealous mm. and you covet what belongs to others. And he says your desires go unfulfilled. So you become murderous. Why? Because you are coveting and you are hating the person because of what he has. And he says, as far as your heart is concerned, you have become a murderer. Amen. Amen. And he says, you burn with envy and anger and not able to obtain the gratification and the contentment and the happiness that you seek. So you fight and war. And he said, you do not have because you do not ask. Is it now clear to you why, why you are not having what you desire to have? Because you do not ask. You do not ask. So if you shall ask, you shall receive. Amen. 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 The third point. He says, Papa says, when we pray, Papa says, our inward joy is increased. When we pray, our inward joy is increased. John chapter 16, 23 and 24. John chapter 16, 23 and 24. Yes. And when that time comes, you will ask nothing of me. You will indeed ask you will need you will need to ask me no question I assure you most solemnly I tell you that my father will grant you whatever you ask in my name as present to all that I am 24 up to this time you have not asked a single thing in my name as presenting all that I am but now ask and keep on asking and you will receive so that your joy May be full and complete. Amen. Amen. He says, and when that time comes, and when is that time? The time is now. Because when Jesus was speaking, he was still with his disciples. And he was telling them that when that time comes, that is after he has left, he said, just ask in my name. And you receive it. And he said, up until now, you have not asked a single thing in my name. But now ask. And keep on asking. And you will receive. So that your joy may be full and complete. So when we pray, there is the completeness of our joy. Our joy becomes full. Why? Because when we ask, we receive. And so our joy becomes full. And it becomes complete. Amen. Amen. So here are Jesus' words. And he tells us that when we present our request to our Heavenly Father in his name, notice that in his name, whose name? Jesus' name. So you go to God 
and ask in the name of Jesus. You don't go and ask in anybody's name, but in the name of Jesus. So you may even be saying, disproving what I am telling you, that the reason why you do not have what you desire to have is because you are not asking. And you say, I have been praying about it. But are you praying the right way? What is the right way? The right way is to pray in the name of Jesus. Because he told his disciples that up until now, you have not asked anything, even a single thing in my name. But now ask. And keep on asking. And you will receive that your joy, your joy may be full and complete. Amen. Amen. And so when we pray and we ask in the name of Jesus, we receive and our joy is full. Amen. Amen. Psalm 51 verse 12 says, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Psalm 51 verse 12 Yes. Restore to me the joy of your salvation mm-hmm. and uphold me with a willing spirit. Amen. Amen. So when you pray, your joy becomes full. Because the Lord restores your joy of his salvation. Amen. 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 The fourth point. When we pray, our supply of grace is guaranteed. Anytime we pray, the supply of God's grace towards us is guaranteed. 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 7 to 10 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 7 to 10, yes. And to keep me from being puffed up and too much elated by exceeding greatness of these revelations there was given me a thorn a splinter in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to rack and buffet and harass me, to keep me from being excessively exalted. Three times I called upon the Lord and besought him about this and begged that it might depart from me. But he said to me, My grace, my favor, and loving kindness and mercy is enough for you, sufficient against any danger and enables you to bear the trouble manfully for my strength and power are made perfect and show themselves most effective in your weakness therefore will all them will all the more gladly glory in my weakness and infirmity that the strength and the power of christ the messiah may rest yes may pitch a tent over and dwell upon me 10 so for the sake of christ i am well pleased and take pleasure in infirmities insult, hardship, persecution, perplexities, and distress. For when I am weak in, my hum- in, in human strength, then I am truly strong, able, powerful, and divine strength. Amen. 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 The verse 9. He says, And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. This was Paul. We are Paul. Who said, based because of the revelations that he has had, it was so much that if God should leave him alone, he said he will be exalted above measure. Because of that, a messenger, he said, a tongue was placed in his flesh so that it will keep him down. And he said, he has besought the Lord. Three times for the Lord to take it away from him. But God said to him, He said, My grace is sufficient for you. How consoling this is. That you are going through trying times. There is a burden that is laid on you. You are going through challenging times. 
and you pray and the Lord assures you that my grace is sufficient for you. Meaning that you are able to go through and it will not break you because his strength is made perfect in your weakness. You remember the first point we spoke about that when we pray our strength is renewed. That is why it doesn't matter how physically weak you are. When you pray, you feel that your strength has been renewed. Because the strength of God is made perfect in your weakness. So that you know that He is God Almighty. says my grace is sufficient for you and the lord is telling you this that his grace is sufficient for you if only you will pray you will see the abundance of his grace in your life and you know that yes indeed his grace is sufficient amen amen the faith points when we pray, our hearts and minds are fortified. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 to 7. It says, be anxious for nothing. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. He says, And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. So when you pray, your hearts and your minds are fortified. Because God has promised us peace. That when we pray, His peace will be reigning in our hearts. Amen. 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 And, and you see, when you look at the verses and the verse 7, there is a linking word. He said, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. So he says, after you have made your request known unto God, in thanksgiving, then he says, and the peace of God. So you are making your request known to God. You are praying to God to give you something. You have presented your petition to God. That I need A, B, C, D. After you have made this prayer, he says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all human understanding, shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. So whilst you are praying for money to pay the fees of your children, God is looking beyond the school fees that you are praying for. Amen. Amen. Because when he gives you the school fees and there is no peace in your heart, that money to pay the school fees will not solve the problem. And so God is looking beyond what you are requesting for. What you are praying for. So he says, be anxious for nothing. In all things, with prayer and supplication, and with thanksgiving, it says, make your request known unto God. And after you have made your request known unto Him, and when He is supplying this request, He is giving the answer to this request. He says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all human understanding, shall keep your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. So whatever you are praying for, it doesn't matter what it is. God is looking beyond that. 
So you may be sick in your body. There may be a weakness in your body. And you are praying and asking God to heal you. God is looking beyond that healing. Amen. Amen. So when he is answering your prayers, he gives you more than what you have asked for. So he heals you and he causes you to walk in divine health and he gives you peace in your heart. Amen. He keeps your minds and your hearts with peace. And when the peace of God is in your heart, he says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusted in thee. So, whilst you are making the prayers to you, your request is that God should give you money to pay the fees of your children. But God is looking beyond that. In Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3. He says thou wilt keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on thee. Because he trusted in thee. It is because you trust in God. That is why you prayed to him. And you were asking him to give you what you needed. And he says. He will keep you in peace. 26 verse 23 I believe sorry verse 3 yes thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted in thee Amen. Amen. So because you trust in God, you know that when you pray, because he has said in his word, ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and you shall find it. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. You trust in him. You trust in him. And so he says he will keep you in perfect peace. Because your mind is stayed on him. And you trust in him. So when whatever you are praying for. Whatever your expectation is tonight. Whatever is troubling your heart. Whatever you need. Whatever your desires are. As you are asking God. God is going to give you beyond what you are asking for. He will give you his peace. Jesus said he will leave us with his peace. Not as men give. But the peace that comes from the Lord. That is what he will give us. So whatever your request is tonight. As you pray and ask God to answer and to supply all that you are asking him not only is he going to give you what you are asking for he will give you his peace his peace amen because you trust in him therefore he will keep you in perfect peace amen amen is it Said the important word at the beginning of the verse 7, like I have told you, that links the verse 6 to the verse 7. That is Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. Is the word end, is a conjunction that is linking the two verses together. That when you have prayed, he will give you his peace Amen. and this is peace will keep your mind and your heart Amen. in Christ Jesus Amen. on the condition that you will pray Amen. Amen. Amen says we are to make our request known unto him if we pray God says our hearts and our minds will be fortified Amen. whenever we pray he fortifies our hearts and our minds. The sixth one. 
He said, when we pray, our request for wisdom is answered. Amen. 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 You know that this is a year of divine wisdom and and power. And some time back we were praying and asking for the wisdom of God. And the Bible says in James chapter 1 verse 5 that whoever lacks wisdom he should ask of God who gives to all men without holding back. So when we ask when we pray he says our request for wisdom is answered. And what a promise it is. Believe it or not, whatever decision that we are making, we need the wisdom of God to make the right decision. Amen. Amen. It may be about marriage. It may be about job. It may be about your finances. Whatever it is. Many people have made the wrong decisions concerning some of these things. Because they did not ask for the wisdom of God in these things. But if you shall ask, He will give you so that you get it right. Amen. Amen. Said, and there is said, and is there anything we need more each day than the wisdom of God? The divine wisdom of God. Because we need the wisdom of God to go through the day. Because in every day we make decisions. And we must get it right. He said, we have to make decisions relating to our employment, as I have said. Maybe there are job opportunities that have come your way. But you don't know which of them to go for. You need the wisdom of God to help you in this. So when you ask God, when you pray and you ask God, He answers this prayer. And He grants you His wisdom. The last point. He says, when we pray, our fellowship with God is maintained and deepened. When we pray, our fellowship with God is maintained and deepened. James chapter 4 verse 8 says, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. He says, draw nigh to God. And he will draw nigh unto you. So is it, it is not as if God is sitting far away and looking at you. But whilst you are making the effort to draw nigh unto God, he himself is also drawing closer to you. Amen. Amen. It's just like your little baby that is making the first attempt to walk. So you are standing afar off and you are beckoning unto the child. Come. Make a move. Come. So as the child is moving, you are also moving towards the child. Amen. Amen. He said, draw nigh unto God and God will draw nigh unto you. He will draw closer unto you. When you draw closer to so him, he, he is not afar off. And looking at you with his one eye. So whilst you are making the effort to draw closer to him in fellowship through prayer, he, God, is also drawing closer to you. And he is causing you to go deeper in him to have a deeper fellowship with him. Amen. Amen. So he said, this short sentence means that as we with all our hearts and minds in humility and sincerity approached God to worship him and make our request he actually begins to approach us and that is why we begin to feel his presence Anytime we pray. Because you are drawing near to him. In fellowship. And he is also drawing nearer to you. So whilst you make a step. He takes a giant leap towards you. Amen. Amen. So whilst you are moving. He has stretched forth his hand to hold you. 
just go to him in fellowship and prayer with all sincerity and humility of heart and he will draw closer to you amen let's look at psalm 73 verse 28 psalm 73 verse 28 yes Psalm 73, verse 28. Are we there? He said, But it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord that I may declare all thy works. He said, It is good for me to draw closer to God. So it is with you as well. It is good. And it will be good for you if you will draw closer to God. It is amazing to think that we who are weak, sinful and needy, can come near to God. But how much more amazing it is that He who is so great and loving wants to come near to us. His fellowship at the highest level. So we have heard the word of God. And you might have heard it before that prayer changes the one that prays. And prayer changes all things. It is true. It is true. So if you would pray. All things will change. says, with God, all things are possible. And it will change you as well. And we will experience a renewal of strength. There will be a provision of all our needs. Our joy will be made full. Without measure. And he will supply us with a sustaining grace. And he will fill our hearts and our minds with his peace. He will give us his heavenly wisdom. And the enjoyment of his constant presence. That is when we would realize the beneficial, the benefits of prayer. So when you are praying, you are not wasting time. It is not a waste of time. Consider all these things and many more. You would gain when you pray. You are praying for money to pay fees. But God is renewing your strength. He is giving you his peace. He is filling your heart with his joy. Amen. Amen. And he is granting you wisdom. So a prayer your 30 seconds, 1 minute, 15 minutes of prayer is not a waste of time. It's not a waste of time. Because you stand to gain the most when you pray. Because when you are praying, God is drawing closer to you. God is drawing closer to you. Look at how it even feels. Even as humans, that you know someone who is in government. Maybe you know an MP or a minister. Not even the minister. Maybe a cleaner or a secretary in his office. I know a big man. Who is that big man? The secretary in the office of the minister. Not even the minister. But look at how you boast with this. Look at how you boast with this. How much more knowing that God has drawn closer to you. Because you have made an effort to draw closer to him. In prayer. How comforting this is. Amen. Amen. Praise him. Jesus is alive. Put your hands together for the Lord. One more One more Amen. Amen. I believe you have learned something tonight. That as you live here tonight, know that any moment of prayer is not a waste of time. 
but it is for your own good. Because you stand to gain the most. You stand to get all that we have spoken about. And many more. And many more. Most of us, all that we need is the peace of God in our hearts. There is so much turbulence in our homes. And we need, and we need the peace of God. Go to Him in prayer. Go to Him in prayer. Some of us, all we need is the wisdom of God. Heavenly wisdom to make the right decisions and choices. And everything will fall in place. Go to Him in prayer. Some of us, all that we need is that our strength will be renewed. We need a fresh strength to be able to pursue, to be able to carry on. Go to the Lord in prayer. But they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength and they shall mount up with wings as the eagle. They shall run and not weary. They will walk and not faint. He said, even the youth, they shall faint and they shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord, they that wait upon the Lord. So, whilst you pray tonight, be rest assured that your strength is renewed. And the peace of God is coming into your heart. His wisdom is coming upon you. Your joy is going to be made. Amen. 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 Shall we be on our feet? One more step. One more step. Lift up your two hands and begin to thank God this evening for His word that you have received tonight. That has come to open your eyes to the things that you gain when you pray. The benefits of prayer. That not only does He grant you what you are asking for, but He gives you more than you ask. More than you could ever imagine. He is able to give you all that. And so pray and thank Him. Open your mouth and thank Him for His word. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you tonight. We thank you for your word that has come to us. We thank you for your admonishment that has come to us for us to pray. Knowing that when we pray, you God, you will renew our strength. You will grant us peace. You will grant us wisdom. Our joy will be made full. You will supply us the grace that we need. And that the sufficiency of your grace will come upon us in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word, Lord. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, have we prayed? Amen. 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 Say this prayer after me. Say, Lord, Lord, bless me. Bless me. Bless me. Bless me. So that I can be a blessing. So that I can be a blessing. To the poor. To the poor. To the orphan. To the orphan. And to the widow. And to the widow. In the name of Jesus. Lord, Lord, bless me. Bless me. Bless me. Bless me. You see, we have heard and we have learned that when we pray, God gives us more than we require. More than we ask of Him. But we are praying tonight that Lord bless me that I can bless the poor that I can bless the orphan that I can bless the widow in the name of Jesus. He said we should ask and he will give us. So we are asking for his blessing so that we can 
reciprocate this blessing to the poor, to the widow, and to the needy. So pray and ask God for this blessing in the name of Jesus. Ask God to bless you tonight. Ask Him to bless you that you become a blessing to others in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We receive your blessings tonight to become a blessing to the poor and to the widow and to the orphan in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, have we prayed? Amen, 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 amen. You are praying once again and you are asking God to open your eyes to cause your eyes to be opened so that you will recognize the untapped potentials that he has blessed you with. Most of us, God has given us potentials to work for him, to do things for him. God has given us the ability to mobilize people for him. But we are not using this ability. We are not using this gift that he has given us. God has given us lots of given us ability to mobilize people. But we think we have become weak. We are tired. But we have heard tonight that when we pray, God renews our strength. And so we are praying that God open my eyes to recognize the untapped potentials that you have blessed me with in the name of Jesus. If your eyes are open to see the things that God has blessed you with, the potentials He has deposited in you, you will not be lazy in prayer. You will not be lazy in prayer. So I want you to pray that, oh Lord, open my eyes that I may recognize and see the potentials, the untapped potentials you have blessed me with in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to pray. In the name of Jesus, Lord, open our eyes that we may recognize all the untapped potential you have blessed us with. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, eyes to be open. In the name of Jesus, eyes to be open to recognize and the potential, the untapped potential that you have blessed us with. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, have we prayed? Amen. 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 And you know, most of us we take for granted the blessings and the favor that God has bestowed upon us. You think it is by your own ability that you are able to do what you do. It is not by your own ability. It is the favor and the blessing of God. But we are taking these favors and blessings for granted. We are praying and we are asking God tonight that help me not to take for granted the blessings and the favors that you have bestowed on me. Help me not to take it for granted. It's like some of us who are children. We take the things that our parents do for us for granted. We think that it is it is something that must be done for us. But you don't know that it is a privilege. That your father and your mother are able to provide those things for you. And you take it for granted. You don't respect them. When they talk, you talk back. But we are praying. And we are asking God. The Lord help me. Not to take for granted. 
your fire and your blessing that is upon me. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and begin to pray. Help me, O Lord, not to take for granted in the name of Jesus. Your blessing and your favor that it is upon my life. in jesus name are we praying amen 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 some of us all we know is to procrastinate the Lord wakes you up to pray. And you say, let me sleep small. Procrastination. We are praying. And we are asking God to deliver our mind from procrastination and laziness. And laziness. Procrastination and laziness. We are praying and we are asking for the deliverance of the Lord. That our minds will be delivered from procrastination and laziness. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray. That, oh Lord, deliver me. Deliver my mind from procrastination and from laziness. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Open your mouth and pray. In Jesus' name, have we prayed? Amen. 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 We are praying again that the Lord will empower us to be obedient to His word so that our life will be prosperous. Like it is contained in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. It says, And this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according as it is written, that you may become prosperous and that you would have a good success. So we are praying that the Lord will empower us to become obedient to His Word. Some of us, all we need is to become obedient to the Word of God. The, to become obedient to the Word of God. So we are praying the Lord empower me help me to become obedient to your word in the name of Jesus that my ways may become prosperous and that I will have a good success in the name of Jesus open your mouth and pray In Jesus' name have we prayed. Amen. 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 Wave your hands to the Lord and thank Him. Thank Him. That prayer. Thank Him for strengthening you, for renewing your strength. <laughs> for supplying you with his sustaining grace in the name of Jesus. Wave your hands to him. Wave your hands to him. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We bless your name in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name have we prayed. Amen. 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 Put your hands together for the Lord. Yes, Lord. You may be seated. 